Message from General Pepper. Priority one. We need your help, Star Fox. Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo, and this week, the not-so-stereotypical millennials will be saying goodbye to 2022. Thank God, for many reasons. And hello to 1997. We are going back 25 years for the Backies, the second annual Backies, and we will be handing out some awards. Once again, I am lucky enough to be joined by... Michael R. Power. And Ian Walter. Gentlemen. Cheers. It's the end of 2022 and we're saying hello to 97. Cheers. We all have our adult pops in our hands and uh, we're going to have a good time and hand out some fun, ridiculous and uh, cool awards. I mean, the whole point of the backies is to have fun. The whole point of the backies is to look back and uh, award a bunch of video game awards with one movie award also coming up. Surprise, surprise. Dave, should we explain the backies? How? Um, yeah, we... it's... Um... The only eligible games are 1997 games. Yes, correct. Correct. Yeah. So everything here has to have been released in 1997. I think some of them here, like a couple of them might be, might have been released in Japan in 97, but mm -hmm. most of them are North we'll American releases. That. Yeah. We'll accept that if we just want to include that game and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So forget, forget the video game awards where they look at the releases this year. Like that's too easy. Everyone's well, doing that. Je Jeff Keighley is not trying hard enough. Yeah. Like clearly. <laughs> We're we're going back 25 years and giving awards to the games that really matter. The retro games, the games that we loved growing up, the games that are forgotten. And that's what the backies is all about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well said, sir. Well said. Um on Remember 64 and my other podcasts, there's a few titles that I've I've played that we're going to be talking about. So I'm excited to share my uh recent experience of revisiting some of these games. Um so I'm going to start with the Nintendo 64 games as well, or at least one of the categories we have with 64 games. And it's, it is the best N64 game with the number 64 in the title because, you know, it's the 90s. So it was cool to put the number in there, kids. It's the way things were. <laughs> I love that trend. That yeah, it was it's like hilarious. Whatever, 64. <laughs> yeah. So we have uh, a few classics here. We have Star Fox 64, Bomberman 64, Duke Nukem 64, the classic Mario Kart 64, Madden Football 64, and likely the most played game on the console, Mahjong 64. <laughs> um, I found that when I was looking for it. I That's actually funny. don't remember if it was uh, released in North America or not, but uh, I was like, sure, let's throw in something funny here. Um, Mr. Ian Walter. What do you think? Um, man? This is tough. This one's pretty tough, I think. Yeah, all the 64 titles are great, right? You've got yeah. your... Uh... You got Bomberman 64. I remember playing a lot of Bomberman, what, what, no matter what version it was, whenever I saw Bomberman, I liked to play that. But that's like more arcade style, right? Um, yeah, multiplayer, one that, I, would I would say, yeah. Yeah, some yeah, some good multiplayer, that's true. Couch co-op. Uh, but for me, once you drop the great Mario Kart 64, that's got to be my choice, right? Because, you know, we're gifted this. It is Christmas time right now. We're gifted the chance to talk about it again, even though technically it dropped in Japan in 96, so we already got a chance yeah. to... Talk about it in the first backies. Now we're going to talk yeah. about this great game again in the second annual backies. So that's my choice. Mario Kart 64. I think it is the greatest 
racing game for that console and it defined what mario kart is now yeah, uh, yeah. from Very like true. what it was in yeah. super nintendo so mario kart i mean we I played it even I've played it even more than I've played Goldeneye. And you know, Goldeneye is my favorite game of all time. So, from from that concept. So that's so, saying something yeah. right there. The Mario Kart sixty four. <laughs> all right, Mike. I'm gonna go to you. I have a uh, I have a bit of a I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> well, I gotta go. It's a very good choice, Mario Kart sixty four, and I would not be upset if I got the backy. But since I'm going second, and Dave still has to go, I'm gonna throw. I'm going to throw my support behind Star Fox 64 because this is the game, the first Star Fox game I played. It's the one game of the list that I owned and absolutely loved and got me into the Star first, like introduced Star Fox to North America, right? Well, so, it, it came out on SNES, but it wasn't quite, it's not, yeah, the, same, it's not the same game. Like this is it, much, much the bigger. The cultural impact of this game yeah, is much bigger. Yeah, so, absolutely. A lot of people's first experience with the character Star Fox, who's still a beloved yeah. character to this day because of this game. And it's a great game and it's a unique game. And um, it takes that sort of bullet hell game that used to be 2D and moves it 3D, does what the N64 did with a lot of games, sort of reinvents it into the 3D polygon world. And um, so, yeah, that's my vote just because I think it's the best game. It's my favorite of the bunch. All right. And I Star think Star Fox 64 uh, had a good multiplayer as well. Great multiplayer. I, I mean, co-op and and uh, sort of arena battle type stuff. Right? I had options, which is which is really cool. Um, now that you say that, Mike, I think it's actually pretty definitive for me that it would also be Star Fox. Honestly, Ooh, the, the more I think about this game, the more I um, realize how good it really is. Like it, it, it has like an atmosphere to a lot of levels. They all kind of feel different. You start in the first stage where it's sort of like a city that's collapsing and then you're sort of over water. And then depending on which branch and which path you go off of, you could be in space, you could be over a planet that's on fire. And like, there's all these different options in it and stuff, which at the time was not common or at least not in a game like this. And, uh, and it's just such a fun game. Um, I think everything you said though, Ian with Mario Kart 64 though is, is true. Like really, it is very defining like that that matters that that you know my my feelings of mario kart 64 compared to the original have are now well documented yeah <laughs> on the episode or on the show but it's not not to say anything bad about the game i just prefer the previous version but it, it's still you're right everything you said is correct but i i can't not give it to to star fox myself so i think that's yeah. where we're gonna go with the 97 best 64 title with six, 64 in the title. Ooh, the first yeah. backy. The one. first backy for 1996. 1997. Yay! Crowd noise Star inserted Fox here in the, in the podcast edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, golf no, clap. I, I like Just that put one. put in a like golf clap. Choice. Golf clap? Okay. <laughs> I like Star Fox 64. I would, like, even though I named dropped Bomberman because of nostalgia, like I would say it is sure. probably the best game until you come to mario kart 64 in the list for me personally but yeah. uh but star fox 64 is a great game as well so it's a good choice all righty uh next up we have best franchise starter and this is going across multiple platforms we have carmageddon grand theft auto gran turismo age of empires and fallout I'm going to go first here yeah, because I will say Dave. right now this is a four horse race instead of a five yeah, because with Remember 64 with my other podcast, I played Carmageddon a few months ago 
and it is 100% not the best of anything. So it does not deserve to be on this list. Nice. <laughs> or it doesn't deserve to be in serious consideration. Yeah, it's really weird. So you're, you know, it feels like they want you to think of it as a race, but it's not really. And I, I would I rather. Know. It's hard. To, yeah, they, I mean, they call them races and everything. And I think they do want you to. But like, I don't know that it knows what the focus needs to be because no. it does want you to have it as a race. There's laps, there's times, there's checkpoints, but you can also win, like we said, by killing all the zombies in the level, which I don't understand how you could possibly, one, have enough time to find them and mm. two, find 160 in any way whatsoever. Is that what or, it is? All of them? You clear them all out? If you clear them all out, you will win that particular race, See, but, but it'll take forever and mm-hmm. you don't have enough time. No. Or... You can destroy the other vehicles. Because there's a timing mechanic going on here. The only thing you're trying to beat is the clock. It really is. Really, that is what it is. (laughs) Um, It has so little going for it. It's unfortunate. But um, for me, this would be personally probably Grand Theft Auto. But I think that's mostly because I spent the most time out of all of these games with it. Not because it was like huge for me, not because it was like my favorite out of all these or anything necessarily, but probably that I didn't get to play much Gran Turismo. I think I played a lot of two, which I think was common for a lot of people and Fallout. I didn't play until much later. Um, And Age of Empires, I think it was like a two and three sort of where my experience was. But uh, yeah, mine would be the first uh, GTA. That's that's who gets my vote. Um, nice. Mr. Michael, what about you? Well, you know, I don't want to make it a short category, but I'm also going to go with Grand Theft Auto. Okay, you know, I don't <laughs> kind of makes Ian's vote not matter as much, but um... okay, next. Um, this <laughs> is in I the first you're... annual backies. I'm going to try and sway one of you, yeah, you can try to sway, to... yeah, That's true. which you, That's yeah, true. exactly. Yeah, you yeah, should yeah. lay out the rules, which is you know, we vote on the categories and the majority wins. But you can sway other people yep. to, to change their votes. So it's not yep. final until everyone goes. So good point, Ian. I was really hoping, to, I was really thinking Dave was going to lean somewhere else. That's why I kind of had that. Ah, vote. interesting. For okay. me, it's Grand Theft Auto and it's it's easy. So. All right. All right, Ian, sway us. Although there's a, a lesser known uh, title called Oddworld Odyssey that I think is also oh. a pretty decent yeah. uh, franchise starter, um, yeah. I'm going to stick with the nominees and go GTA is a great. I think it's a great franchise, and I I really like the second one, the way it was different from the 3D versions, like when you're doing the bird's eye view. I actually enjoyed that version, but like it doesn't really represent the franchise that it is today that everyone loved from like three onwards. So I'm going to steer away from GTA. I'm going to go with Gran Turismo because it pretty much held its like stuff from the first one all the way through, and it's a it's probably like I know I just talked about Mario Kart 64. It's probably the most like accurate racing game you can play. Like it's it's, it's pretty always hardcore. been known for that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, the whole series is is meant to so, be that. Yeah, I realize it probably won't sway you away from GTA. It's a great franchise, but when I think about the franchise, like I think Grand Chosen was a great franchise starter, whereas GTA had to pick up a little bit of steam as it went. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, I think that GTA three is probably one of the most, you know, v- 
not even genre defining, but like video game defining. Yes. Games yeah, ever. One of, those, one of those milestones in video games. Yeah. History, yeah like it know, changed yeah. everything. And I, and I yeah. love that game. It's, it's, and in know. a lot of ways, one and two are the blueprint for that. It's just yes. like, how do you shake it from here to there? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That jump that they made, they really, no, took they, made the the they made the Mario jump. They made the Mario jump. I will say my vote, my vote is maybe cheating, but my vote is 100% not for the game Grand Theft Auto one, but the franchise. Okay. Like I think the like I think some of these games are better than Grand, the first Grand Theft Auto, like Age of Empires, and for example. But I I agree better with you. Than Grand Age Theft of Empire Two is where it really. So yeah. I think that's the one I played. Yeah. But but I'm voting for the best franchise starter, so I'm kind of taking in all of the what I know now about the franchise right. into account. I can't right. help but do that. So for me, it has to be Grand Theft Auto. That's fair. That's a good point. I never actually even yeah. thought of it that way because if you if you really take in the sort of like long. Do you remember that game? Like Grand Theft Auto 2 was much better. Like me and my friends played one and two and we almost never played one. I mean, we see, I, we always played one. That's the weird thing. Two two was infinitely better, but then two was infinitely better. I kind of like going back to that bird's eye view. Like I said, it's like a different form of game, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's a cool option for sure. Um, All right. So the second backy from 1997 uh, is headed to Grand Theft Auto. Yay! All right, so perfect follow-up. Uh, Ian, you had this fantastic idea just a couple days ago before we hit record of a new category that we're going to add here. It may be something that comes up in future backies, um, but for 97, like you said, this just seems to be like such a crazy, I don't know if it's coincidence or trend or whatever, but all these games that have two in the title or are a sequel. So this is the best follow-up to the original title. So the second one in the series. So we have a long category here, but there's a lot of really good choices. All right, let's go with Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2, Crash Bandicoot 2, Tomb Raider 2, Need for Speed 2, Quake 2, Riven, the sequel to Mist. So no number there. So maybe that's Ooh, interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> Time Crisis 2, Worms 2, or Heroes of Might and Magic two all right go for it mike because you guys uh, yeah it's my turn to start off and i think i have a unique pick mike you you can say and pick whatever you want i'm just Mm -hmm. gonna like clarify in my mind anyways that we were talking about original franchise starters this is like the best sequel to an original title yeah so it would matter that this is the better two for me yeah the the improvement over the original yeah yeah, 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 the better yeah. yeah, yeah yeah sure okay so for me the clear winner is uh heroes of might and magic 2 Oh, wow. Um, nice. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, good choice. Like, oh, man, I, don't, <laughs> I loved this game so much. I loved Heroes of Might and Magic. Just thinking about it brings me back to a time where I would play this game at my friend Matt's house on his parents' computer, and I didn't even own it. But every time I went over, we were obsessed with it. And it was such a cool game. It was so different. So unlike anything else I'd ever played before, it was like this... I don't know, like real-time strategy-esque game, but you had this hero that would get artifacts and you had a base that you would defend. And yeah, it was it was such a cool game. It just captured my imagination. And I didn't um I did go back and play the first one and it was there was a lot of improvements with the second one. Mm. And I followed the series a little bit, but nothing will nothing will hold up 
like the second one did for me. Just that time in my life, 97, discovered it and played it a lot and loved it. So for me, it has to be, you know, we bring a lot of bias into these sort of yeah. uh, awards, <laughs> really obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's my bias is, but I also think it deserves it, to be honest, even though yeah. I'm biased. Sure, sure. Um yeah, and I'm gonna leave you for last because you were. Yeah, gonna, that's a good you're idea. Clo- you're gonna close. That's a good idea. I have no idea what I'm gonna do. This is a good idea. Um, I'm gonna kind of talk through my talk through mine too because this is tough because, um, the Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces game. I played the first one more than I played the second, but I do know and same here. Si- yeah, yeah, and similarly, I did go over to a friend's place and play these games, and that's how I experienced them. And I do remember really enjoying both. I even repurchased. The original one on switch it was you know re-release or something like that a few years ago it's great it's still really fun it's it feels great i think that's from 95 or 96 um but as far as this list goes i'm gonna go with tomb raider 2 on mine because uh that was again i never had a playstation but it was one of those games that i played at other people's places and we rented sometimes because it was just I, I didn't I don't have a lot of experience with the original, but I have a lot of experience with two. And I do remember really enjoying the sort of world that Tomb Raider had at the time. Um, but if I look down this list, uh, I don't know that a lot of these were like front and center for me in in these, you know, 97, 98 and stuff. I had a lot of other ones that we're going to be continuing to talk about. But uh, if I if I really had to pick one, I would go with uh, Tomb Raider 2. But I am more than open to being swayed. So Ian, uh, nice. it's your turn, sir. <laughs> Good one. Now, I look at this list and there's nine that we're talking about here. And yeah, a lot. honestly, yeah. all of yeah. them are great follow-ups to the original. All of them. I think I've played majority of them. And I can all, I'll say that most of them are improvements on the original. Yep. So it's a tough, tough call. Tomb Raider 2 is a good choice. I think Need for Speed would be a good choice. Uh, Quake is also a great sequel yes. to Quake. Yes, Quake 2. So, and then, you know, for me, it's like it always leads to Unreal Tournament. And I think like... I love Power's Choice because Heroes of Mind and Magic 2, I played a lot of it. And um, for me, it's like the pinnacle was Heroes of Mind and Magic 3. But mm-hmm. I would choose still Heroes of Mind and Magic 2 because it's still fundamentally the same game. It does a lot of the great things that Heroes of Mind and Magic 3 does. He, uh, you mentioned how it's like you have a core base, you build out your hero, you add armies of creatures, and depending on your class, your type of castle, you have different creatures at your disposal it's a great adventure game you gather resources you go to battle against other players it is a great multiplayer game on a LAN or whatever or even local locally dial up internet other on pc so here's a man magic is one of the most innovative on this list for me but, here's a man magic two Ooh, go. i was gonna say i was gonna say um if we if, if there's no two votes then we'll do a second right that's just setting some of the ground rules for the back. Yes, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. was agreement. We did yeah. get two votes. So yeah, we, we can narrow it down, go to the next yeah. step and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, my love goes deep for the Heroes of Mind Magic. There, yeah, I, I thought so. I thought you guys both had mm-hmm. a decent amount of experience with them. I, I do not, but that's because uh, I think I spent all my time between 95 and like 99 in Warcraft. I think that's why. <laughs> in Warcraft, so I, think, so, oh, I, actually, I actually think that Heroes of Mind Magic is a type of game where you played it on PC. A lot of those don't translate well into modern standards, but yeah. you can play this one because it's turn-based. You can yeah. actually play like yeah, a modern turn-based version helps, of this. For sure. And it for would sure. work really well, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah I agree. All right. So uh, we've had enough best categories so far guys i think it's time to turn 
to the worst for a little bit. <laughs> uh, Mike, I, I'm going to let you introduce this because because uh, you you put this these this like one and a half category together here. So it starts with the worst game based on a movie. Yeah, I thought this was a fun category. Is anyone that's, uh, you know, grew up in the 90s or the 80s or listening to this podcast, probably as people listening to the podcast probably did, knows that back in the day, we used to get tons of these games based on movie franchises, movie IP, and they're more often than not terrible. Usually yeah. terrible. <laughs> Usually it's just trying to squeeze that extra dollar out of the out of the movie, out of the fans <laughs> or whatever, right? And this was like something that happened in the 90s so much. So if you look at this category, like I don't think it happens as much anymore. It happened a lot in the 2000s too, but it also happened a lot in the 90s. I think they're more um, careful with it now almost. And maybe yeah. like they learn their lesson a little it's, bit or they're not willing not to put like, the money forward. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's like you might be based on the same franchise. So there's a Spider-Man games, but it's not necessarily based, based on, the, on movie, the movie. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah there's yeah. like a Blade Runner game is not based on the movie, but back in 1997, we got, you know, an independence day game. So these are the, these are the nominees independence yeah. day, Blade Runner, Anastasia adventures with Puka and Bartok. Okay. That could be a, <laughs> that could be yeah, a nomination. So throw nomination that in the worst another, titles. Yeah. 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 That should be in the worst title. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, clueless, the, the video game, Disney's Hercules, the video game, uh, Monty Python's the meaning of life. <laughs> Like they okay, would just that, make I need to see this game. I need <laughs> yeah. to see what the what you have to do. Like, <laughs> and then and then this is the best part of the category. This is a subcategory to the category, which is, um, <laughs> it's the best version of the Lost World Jurassic Park video game because there were one, two, there were five Jurassic Park Lost World. I remember video that, games and there were some good ones in there. There was one for the arcade, which was like a house arcade shooter. The there was shooter a handheld thing, yeah. version. There was a console version, a Sega version, and there was a real-time strategy version called Chaos Island, The Lost World. So there were five Jurassic Park, The Lost World video games that were all different that, that came out in 1997 alone. Wow. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So we can, we can first vote for the worst game if you guys... You know, I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know that I played any of these games. I'm not, I'm going to be honest, Mm -hmm. like maybe Hercules, because it was like at that time where it's like, let's play the Disney game or something. But I don't know if I played any of these, but I looked, I looked at most of these up and like just did a brief like scrub through on YouTube of doing playthroughs. Mm -hmm. And the Clueless one, like the fact (laughs) that it's called Clueless CD ROM, like that's actually what it's, what it's called is, it's basically just like, here's a menu of things you can click on on the computer and you can click on a closet and you can grab a shirt and you can go to the store and you can grab an item. And it has like this really bad music and voiceover. Welcome to my world. This map will take you anywhere you want to go in this total user-friendly CD-ROM. It's way point-and-clicky. First stop, makeovers. They totally give me a sense of control in a world filled with chaotic hair and makeup misfires. Like Clueless is not a necessarily a kids movie, I would say, but it is definitely... But Clueless is also not a movie that you would think oh this will make a good video game exactly you know? like i get star wars or whatever but like 
or Independence Day, even I kind of get you could fight aliens, yes. but like yes. clueless, you know what I mean? How yeah. So I I'm going with clueless just based on the you know ten minutes, five minutes of research I did for this category, and the fact that I don't know that I played any of these games other than maybe one or two of the Lost World games. So my vote goes to clueless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, do you have a vote for the best version of the Lost World? Well, okay. So you were showing me before this Chaos Island one, which is sort of a strategy version. I have not played that game, and I didn't recognize it at all. But I do remember playing the arcade game and definitely the Sega game. Those are the two that for sure I played. I'm going to say best is the arcade game because it's super fun to play those games, to sit down with someone. Yeah, those are good games. And have those yeah. light guns, and you're in this whole... You're not just standing there, you know? You're in this whole contraption that's around you. And, you know... It's it's, just it's cool one of the ones that, that, like, when it asks you to continue and feed more money into it, you're, like, actually considering yes, it. Because you're and like, you want to. Those are the games that always had, like, the lineup, you know? Like, they had people waiting for them because they look cool and everything. And, dude, it's dinosaurs. Like, let's go for it. So, my vote goes dinosaurs. to... Dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> dinosaurs. Lost World. All right. Power. All right. So that's Ian, my, let's yeah. hear your picks for, yeah. you know, the All worst right. uh, movie game and then the best Lost World game. Well, aside from Jurassic Park, The Lost World, which, you know, I actually have played. I haven't played the other one. So, I have to side with Dave on the clueless one because you've done your research. You've done your homework. <laughs> I haven't played any of them. And I can't imagine a clueless game would be any good because, you know, even a, even a movie that lends itself to more, more so to a video game like, um, like know, Independence Home Day, Alone like Mike said. 2, Lost in New York. I think it came out like 92. Yes. I, I mean, played that, that game. That game yes. being super hard though like i remember being like yeah it translates well to a video game but why does it have to be so hard this one <laughs> clueless i have no i'm clueless to how you make it into a video game so yeah, yeah. it's I'm clueless. I, I mean honestly the word game and video game is is a stretch <laughs> so there's that <laughs> okay uh yeah yeah so as right. far as jurassic park goes i it actually goes a little deeper because Okay, so I, I'm on record for raving about the original Jurassic Park game yeah, for Sega yeah, yeah. Genesis. However, even though I had The Lost World, it's not my favorite of the sequels. Mm. So I had The Lost World for Sega Genesis. I also had The Lost World for Super Nintendo. And the weirdest thing about that is, like you said, Power, earlier, there's like five different versions of The Lost World. Like they really blew up into these video yeah. game titles, right? But when you normally have like multiple consoles, like, you know, in today's standards, PS5 uh, and Xbox, or, you know, back then it was Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo, you had games that were ported nicely over that were the same game. In this yeah, case, the differences have... would be maybe like the music because the chips were different and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That yeah. would be the difference. And that's it. Yeah. And like you'd have a similar type game. But in this yeah. case, like we have the arcade one, which is very like experience focus like you're sitting there it's like almost vr like with your yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Your guns yeah. and everything shooting at them but for me it's the super nintendo one because i had that one and the weirdest thing about it was it was completely different from the sequel on genesis it was completely different from the arcade it was like your bird's eye view similar to something like oh GTA, yeah like we mentioned yeah. and you ran around in the jungle on like the island and when you went into a building it turned into like a doom style shooter and that's, that's when so it became cool. like yeah, that's, that's when it became like, that's my game. So the Jurassic Park Lost World 1 for me is Super Nintendo. That's awesome that they did that. Like, that's okay. how uh, how did they do that is my yeah. question. Like, how did they do that? 
That's yeah. awesome. Every time you went inside on the map, so you'd be like bird's eye view first shooting person? dinosaurs, like uh, thir- um, bird's eye view, and then you'd go into a building and you'd be first person shooter. It was that's crazy. wild. You'd that's have awesome. raptors uh, jumping at you with the first person, and you'd have to gun them down. That's sick. That's sick. That's yeah, awesome. that's so good. All, All right, right, Mike. So uh, I am creator going... of the category. What do we got? Yeah, asking? if this was best, it would be Blade Runner because I, you know, I actually. I've uh, heard and never played it, but I've seen the reviews. I know it's like got remastered. Mm-hmm. That Blade Runner, a point and click adventure game from 1997, was actually uh, good. It actually has well point and click adventures kicked on... ass in the 90s. They're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. It's 87 yeah. percent on Metacritic. It's like it's like for 1997. That's that's pretty good for a movie yeah. tie-in game. So yeah, so yeah, it has to be Clueless just because how the hell is that even a game? Like that makes no <laughs> sense. So Clueless, congratulations, you you won somehow. You I won guess back you you won. I guess congratulations, but you won being the worst game. I don't know. It's like an oxymoron, but whatever. Um, but I know that we're kind of split on the Lost World, so we might have to have another round. But I'm gonna try to sway a uh, voting. But I'm gonna try to sway you guys on my pick, which is Chaos Island: The Lost World, which was a real time strategy video game right. based on Jurassic Park. Which was I loved that game, which was all about having your party, your little party, and then um, having a base, real time strategy, and collecting eggs. And then hatching them, and then you don't know what dinosaur you're going to get, and then you kind of hatch it, and the fun was like incubating your egg and hatching it. Then all of a sudden, oh, you have raptors joining your party, so you have triceratops joining your party, and then you get to bring them with you and enter all the battles and stuff. So real time strategy game with dinosaurs, with sort of inc- the game actually sounds pretty epic, <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool, and you, um, yeah, your party kind of grew bigger with more dinosaurs, and you know, getting the raptors and T Rex was kind of the final ones you got, and. Um, I I really did like that game for PC. So that's my vote. So I think we'd have to have one more round of voting for the Lost World, but I think Clueless gets the, gets the, first the worst yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we have Clueless for worst game based on a movie and the sort of subcategory of best version of Lost World Jurassic Park. Can narrow it down to uh, Chaos Island, which mm-hmm. is the real-time strategy, the console version, which would be the SNES version, or the arcade version. No, no. It's... Uh, it's, it's, it's Chaos Island, which is the PC version. It's the arcade one, which you voted for, Dave. And it's yeah. the SNES one. SNES, because yeah. it's different from Genesis. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, so what's your set? If you have a second pick or if you want to throw your support behind If I, if I have a second pick, uh, ooh. at the time, I think if, if I played it, if I put myself in the, in, if I sat down and played one of these at the time, because it was so into certain games at the time. And because I was probably moved on from uh super Nintendo and Sega at this time would probably be the RTS version. Okay. So I, so I think that's why I would do that. Okay. Um, I definitely played the Sega version of this for sure. But um, yeah, if I were to put myself down and say like, Hey, I want to play a game like Warcraft 2, but I don't want to play Warcraft 2. And mm-hmm. hey, it's Jurassic Park. If I knew this existed, that would probably be the one I would be interested in. So okay. So um, Ian, do you do you have a second your second um, in this one? What would it be? Yeah, second is t- it's funny because like definitely my pick stands as a yeah. Super Nintendo for, yeah, for I mean, me yeah, personally. I think, I think all three of ours actually um, stand as like our yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me personally, because just because of the fact that like for me, like I know it's later in the cycle of SNES, but I was a Genesis kid playing yeah. Sega Genesis games. I had one Super Nintendo game, and it was this game. 
Wow. And uh, I would take it over my Nana's. My my Nana was cool. She had uh, Super Nintendo. So that's where oh I'd play like, all the that's other badass. games, you know, like, <laughs> like Mario Kart and everything else. So I got one later in life. But I mean, it was like, you know, this was the game that I was excited to bring over and play. Yeah. And it, it actually ended up being a fun game to play. My second choice would have to be the... Uh, the arcade style because it's so immersive and uh i any jurassic park game that comes on that format of arcade game is like instantly one of the best like all right all right so and i'm gonna throw my support behind the snes one so that leaves us in a tie again up with a winner so okay every one of these games has one first place vote and one second place vote right? <laughs> yeah so um how do we decide? Do we do that or do we just ask people to choose for us? Because I don't know if we're gonna yeah. we ever let's let people let's let people write in. Yeah. Let the one. people decide which one. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna yeah, take it's... this, we're gonna take this okay. to the take this to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here how about this? Do the poll and put all five choices on there because yes, if they end up I, choosing yeah. one of the yeah. ones that we didn't talk about, then that gets the back. Here. Well, yeah. and that's the thing with the handheld one, it's on Game Boy, and I know that like I played so much Game Boy that I would not be surprised that if I played this, which I know I didn't. If I did, I it could be something I'm interested in too. Like that's the thing. I talk about the RTS version, but also it's on Game Boy, and I freaking love my Game Boy yeah. all the time. I still do. So well, it's yeah. a subcategory, anyways. So we can let the people. But it's decide but on it's a good one, Mike. Mike, you've yeah. you've stumped us. Like you've officially <laughs> you've officially stumped us, which is saying something. So that's pretty the first sweet. tie. The first tie in the back east. Yeah, we've the never first had a non-award at the back east. Never had a stalemate in the back east before. Yeah, yeah, yeah the award. The no prize. The no prize goes. All right, to... Lost World Jurassic Park uh, is the no prize. I'm just yeah. going to bold it and make sure mm-hmm. that I come back to that. And okay. So no claps, no awards there, but lots of fun discussion. And we're going to have everybody else choose for us. Okay, back to the best categories. Best game that would later become a blockbuster movie or show. We have Fantastic Four on the Nintendo 64. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Beast Wars Transformers or Rampage World Tour. I'll go first with this one, if I if I may. Um I think there's a clear and obvious winner. I think the reasons why, and I'll lay it out for you guys and I'll let you think about it before you make your vote. Maybe I can sway you guys, but Castlevania Symphony, Symphony of the Night is a great game. It is an amazing game. And the Castlevania series on Netflix is an amazing series that not a lot of people have so, seen. So you've told us. Yeah. So I'm taking this opportunity to plug it as well. And it's by <laughs> Warren Ellis, comic book writer. It's like anime style. Um, it is really, really good, and it's a really good game. So I think if I combine those two things, like everything else, Fantastic Four, uh, terrible game, Beast Wars, yeah, that's coming <laughs> as a movie, but those Transformers movies kind of stink. And yes, then yes, they Rampage, suck. great game, but the movie sucked. So this is why yeah. I'm throwing my support to Castlevania Symphony of the Night because I think it, it. If I say best game, they'll later later become a blockbuster movie and show. Yeah, maybe just should focus on the game but i can't help but take into account how good that castlevania series right. was right no that's so, fair i mean yeah. so i think the original fantastic four movies they're, they're just okay i haven't watched them in a long time i did not see the more recent one i like them i actually did like them back in the day yeah so. and i don't fully yeah. remember them but like so for me if i were to think about if i were taken into account because i haven't seen the castlevania show um, yep. but I, but we love the shit out of the beast wars TV show. We've talked about that in the past. 
Um, so that was fun and very nostalgic. I played the shit out of Rampage World Tour with friends, oh, which I've talked about great before. Game. Yeah, like that was Rampage was the game that I sat down on a weekend and played with three other people. And we played it on Friday night until we got to like level 70 or something like that. And then we went and finished it the next morning and played all 110 levels or whatever it was. But if it's the game itself, it's also Castlevania for me because not only is it a good game, but it helped define a genre at this point. Like the reason why they call them Metroidvania games is because Castlevania Symphony of the Night started that and had that in it. Like the, you know, mix between Metroid and Castlevania that this is the game that attributed to that title and uh and it's an awesome game it's one of the few castlevania games that i've played and um i i should play more but i haven't and it's excellent it's super fun and that's my vote um without taking into an account what the actual tv show slash movie actually is so castlevania is my vote it's also mike's vote Ian, what do you what do you think let's let's talk it through no, it's uh, I'm pleased because I think that I actually expected you to say Rampage, just like you mentioned, it was a, it's a good choice. Um, but Castlevania, yeah, Castlevania, like like you said, like I love the Metroid franchise, I love the Castlevania franchise. This one kind of pushed it into a new direction and kind of made it like a standard in ways. So, you know, when you couple that with the fact that even though I haven't finished watching Castlevania, what I have seen, I've been impressed with um on netflix so it's a very good animated series and like it's hard to adapt a video game project i don't think you're necessarily mm-hmm. expecting it to match like the the type of experience you have with the game but if it's a good story and it's well animated like i don't see a problem in that it just may may not like uh, and that's another interesting discussion for video game movies in general because like, <laughs> yeah, do <right>? you want <laughs> do you want to be reminded of the video game experience or do you just want to see a very well made like well told story and set in the same world because right that's ultimately what they haven't really been able to do in that genre yeah, um, yeah. and they've done it on netflix as a series um because i've heard good things like I, I like i said i haven't watched it all but what i have seen has been uh, pretty captivating so nice nice well there you go so we got yeah. so unanimous so we went unanimous. from a no prize <laughs> stalemate to a unanimous vote um i was I'm, I'm actually relieved i don't have to sway anybody at this point <laughs> no i was i mean i was honestly i was very tempted to go with rampage for for multiple reasons uh it's uh it's a game i played uh i, I don't know if it was world tour or the first one i also played an arcade you know like it was it's something that was uh huge for me and i and i hope i mean there are other games out there now uh, that are similar to that. Like there's one that I played this year that was Terror of the Hemosaurus or Hemosaurus. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. And it's essentially it's it's essentially Rampage. It is Rampage with a dark sense of humor because there's really fun like quote unquote story to it and everything. Like it's you have four different characters. You could play co-op. Like it's it's really fun. Um, it doesn't have like the whole hundred level type thing, but you could do like an endless mode and everything too. Um, but it's you know it's it's a fun genre to play with friends. I will add yeah. to that the Fantastic Four N64 game. Yeah. One of the reasons why I put it on here is almost as a joke is uh, because an IGN review from way back in the day in 1997 is titled, Ah, oh no, oh God, the pain. So, wow. Yeah, I, I noticed you were... <laughs> 
saying that it wasn't the best game on social media. And I, you know, from what I can tell, it doesn't seem very good. It's weird that I, of all the N64 games I've played, I've never played Fantastic Four. That is a strange Neither have I. thing I am for me. Scared that now it that existed I got a... and I haven't <laughs> played yeah. But I mean, if it's any indication, they haven't been able to adapt it into a movie yet. Into anything so, necessarily. Yeah. Uh, maybe a video game is not a good choice either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So Castlevania Symphony of the Night, unanimous decision. Good choice. For the best game that would later become a blockbuster movie or show. All right. Next up. The funniest or most ridiculous game title. This one's always pretty fun. Is this our, where we're all bringing titles to the table and we haven't told each other yet? Or? Well, I I wrote I wrote them down in the document, mm. and I and I want to have the one that I chose as the as the one. Um, okay, but let's if hear. You them. Guys, have something that's not on the list? Just bring it because last year we had the wonderful hot dog storm. No, but I want to hear which titles you wanted to add in, and then I'll read the rest of the nominees. And if you already covered one, then I'll just leave it at that. But I have one. I have okay, one that I want it. to add, which is hilarious because in researching '96 games, I looked up, you know, what's the worst game of 1996? Ah, unanim- unanimously, the worst game of 1996 is a game that also has a terrible name, and that's a game called. Bubsy 3D. Oh, so B-U-B-S-Y, Bubsy 3D. It's just, yes. That's just such a horrible name. And, Bubsy. Uh, um, okay, so well, mine is completely random. Yeah. It is not a game I have ever heard of because I believe it is only a Japanese soccer game. I don't know where this game came from. The way I picked it was when Ian asked, I was like, okay, I'm going to click the letter P and see which games come up and which titles are bad. And I'm just going to go with that. Um, it's called Pleasure Goal. <laughs> Pleasure Goal. Oh, that's great. No, please look. That's on a cover somewhere. That's not just like uh, a well, it's, translation. It's written. I think it's a translation. Like it's oh, more yeah, of a direct translation. Funny. But it's it says foot, Futsal Five on Five Soccer. And the oh, one that uh, I thought for sure would get my vote here, and this is ridiculous, Hot Dog Storm. <laughs> <laughs> look it up. <laughs> okay, that wins. That is amazing. Hot dog storm. If you look it up, it's the even more funny because I was picturing like this post-apocalyptic things where like hot dogs are falling from the sky. It's a it's one of those vertical shooters where you're flying a spaceship. But here's oh, yeah. But here's like the rub. Here's the rub. It's a serious space shooter. We have no idea why it's called Hot Dog Storm. It's never explained in the game. So it's just called Hot Dog Storm, and it's a serious space shooter. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. that's what made this category. That's what oh, made it because we had that was not on the list, which is exactly why you're saying that, Ian, is just because yeah. it's effing hilarious. Like <laughs> hot dog storm was like is like this bullet hell sort of thing. I it's just oh come on. Like it's just ridiculous, right? Um, okay, so funniest or most ridiculous game title. I want to say it's Redneck Rampage. And part of the reason I to say that read the nominations first. Yeah. So have. Redneck Rampage one, just O N E. So stupid. Wow. Zork the Grand Inquisitor, which I actually yeah, know what that I game saw that is. One. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Don Don Patchy, which I don't I have no idea what that is. <laughs> no, Dudon. Dudon um, Patchy. Oh, Dudon. So oh. It sounds like you have three. Do you want me to read some and three other yes, ones that let's I, add, I found? Let's add Wait, let's let Dave. Here. 
finish his his nominee. oh I, I the reason why i pick redneck rampage is because i just think it's hilarious alliteration and also i i played this game i played the shareware version of like the first like two levels of this game and i remember it and now i look back at it and i saw people like do youtube videos of it it's fucking terrible like it's just bad yeah. it's just a bad game redneck but i just think that title is just so you wouldn't get away with that title anymore. So okay. that's a terrible title and probably a terrible game. Um, also, I think Power, you make a valid point before uh, with the Anastasia, uh, whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah. title was. But <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, I found three as well, and it's uh, Meat Puppet, which has got to be in there. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, Meat Puppet, Pajama Sam's Sock Works, which I have no idea <laughs> what the fuck that is. Um, ready for math with poo, which we know what that probably is, but at the yeah. same time, if you try and say to a child, Hey, I got you for Christmas a game for your new console, and it's ready for math with poo, <laughs> I don't think they would be ex- too excited on Christmas morning. They might say, one. Math is poo poo. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Like oh, that. yeah, math poo. What'd you get me? <laughs> yeah. so, all right those are good fine. do you have one that you're gonna nominate in because i have yeah, some that i gotta go with table. pajama sam sock works because <laughs> okay. what the hell are we in for with that one <laughs> yeah okay i've got two that i'm bringing to the table that you guys haven't mentioned all right the hope uh i don't think i have any as good as a hot dog storm in the mix here i don't think but anyone I, ever will yeah, honestly <laughs> there there is a game called balls of steel that came out in 1997. Oh, I think I know what that is. Which I thought that's a great name, Balls of Steel. You know, I wonder <laughs> if they like knew what they were doing there, or if it was really just a game about pinball. Right? It's a pinball game. <laughs> right. wow. So great name for a pinball game, Balls yes. of Steel. And then this is kind of a cheat because it's this is a game that's from the um, sort of emulating, and I think it's from maybe the same people as the Leisure. Sh- Leisure, Leisure oh, nice. Suit Larry kind of series. Mm. series. Yep. But there was a game called Gag the Impotent Mystery. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Which came out in 1997. Oh, my God. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, That's oh my Fantastic God. Four. <laughs> I, yeah, I, we I got a, we got a fantastic forum, and then <laughs> I would I would add another one, which is just stupid. Which is there was a game that came out called Clay Fighter sixty three and one thirds. Oh, I yes. saw that. So I yes. think they were making fun of the sixty four. Yeah, yes. I think that's just a stupid thing to do to name but, a game sixty three and one third. The difference so with know. that like game, the Naked Gun movies, Naked Gun thing. Yeah, the the thing is with that game is that they had two two games. They had two Clay Fighter games. One of them was 63 and a third, and the other one was Clay Fighter 64. Right. They had made two of them. One of them, the 64. Weird. The one a that was 64 I was didn't the realize sequel. they did that. Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? They did it on purpose. It's amazing. So maybe that one belongs as the 10th sequel choice. For <laughs> yeah. 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 So it I also think, belongs I don't in know. the 64 category. It's like it transcends the category. <laughs> I don't know what to vote here. Like, I I don't know if I want to go with the pajama party one or or the balls of steel because balls so, of steel I think is actually a great name. Balls I think of steel it's a great is actually a for a good, good pinball. I played title. that game. I'm but looking at funny. it right now. I played that yeah. game. I played balls of steel. Hundred percent. That was that was definitely a game I played. Gag the impotent mystery is <laughs> that is pretty ridiculous. Like Ooh, gag to hot dog storm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, first-person okay. point-and-click inventory-based adventure game, often considered the first Russian game in the quest genre. That's what, what? It says. whatever the okay. Hell I'm I'm going with that one. Power, nice pull, nice pull. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> All right. I think we got to do it, right? Gag the impotent mystery. <laughs> okay, this is even better. This is even better. This just keeps going. There's a spin-off called The Adventure of Harry, The Evidence <laughs> Under the Underwear. <laughs> what? It's almost like what? Harry is the Russian laser shoot Larry or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think this whole series should win for the rest of time. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this in hot dog storm. I think we're good, guys. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a that's god. a hilarious backy to give. But yeah, that's gag it. the impotent I love mystery. It. Gag the <laughs> impotent mystery. <laughs> what a oh, title. Oh Mike, it's good. I'm I'm what putting that in there and it is taking home the trophy this time. There it is. Golf clap. Oh gentlemen, so so good for the backies um this is uh part one of the backies everybody though uh the 1997 backies will continue uh next week we'll have the rest of the awards to hand out and uh we have a few more video game ones and as i mentioned towards the top of the show we also have a movie category added yes the backies get so big and jam-packed it has to be split into two different episodes you're welcome uh until that time uh you guys can find us everywhere at day back in on uh, social media and of course give us a listen a rating tell your friends on your podcast app of choice and we'll see everybody next week as we continue to work our way through the awesome backies categories for 1997 bye Mark, get set, flaunted!